it's like when some of them don't show up like two or three weeks ago i was ready and then and it was only met the co-leader and i oh yeah no don't start fires inside kids don't start fires Wait. inside yep it's bad don't teach your 12 year olds how to do it hello i guess we should write the show now yeah. welcome to everyone racers a show designed for the world of low dollar racing and oddball car culture it doesn't matter what kind of lemma champ or lucky track dog league you run SCC or NASA, we won't discriminate as long as you drive it hard and build it yourself. Join us each week for tech discussion, tips, tricks, news and notes in the world of amateur endurance racing, and whether it's on the spot, hella sweet, or we're lucky enough, and Chrissy gives us just the tip, we're sure you're going to giggle a little and learn even less. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. <laughs> I was fixing 140, the 140 shows, man. Right? And I'm, like, and I'm mental. This is only like the fifth ch- one on Zoom. So. <laughs> we don't even change the order. Like, I know. For years. <laughs> um, uh, who's going to tell us what show we're at? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now, now uh-huh. I'm happy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do we, do we- do we want to start over again? Because we can still do that. Because no. right yeah. now, we're, this is we don't, not going We don't well. edit. We don't edit. All right. This and is we authentic. Are, yeah. We're, we are Everyone Racers. Thanks for coming back and listening to another OTD episode of our podcast. It's episode 140. All right. If you're not driving a car, don't forget that E1R bingo card. You can just start checking crap off right now. Like we lose. <laughs> we're all a mess. We're, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hot mess. All right. General awakening problems. As, as you guys are checking out that stuff in your bingo card, let's kick into the beginning of our show. What you working on, Chris? I've been getting a lot done lately. So you know I was working on the trailer project. Everyone, I think, has heard plenty about that. That's basically done now. So all the insulation is in it. One 10-volt system is installed. Battery is in it. Power converter is in it. 12 volt lights which look great by the way and light the whole thing up um lights on the back of it to you know for work lighting behind the trailer or for backing into dark spots it's all there it works i'm thrilled so it's it's been a couple of weeks since we talked about this this is your enclosed all aluminum high top 20 foot race car trailer so this thing basically made us jealous before you did the interior pretty much your your interior was nicer you had nicer walls and like the light <laughs> switch with more light general wakeman problems right yeah mine so, was just I, made out of steel and extra heavy yeah so i just wanted my interior to be you know that same kind of niceness yours had and have more lights and but i said well if i have the walls off to do wiring well i might as well insulate so you know of course that's how i go and uh, down the rabbit hole i fall for a month <laughs> but it's it's basically while you're, the, while you're in there yeah the only thing it's not working is when it's unplugged from shore power the dc stuff doesn't work which it should so it's something with the power controller from an rv that i've got it looks mental just like the one in your rv a little brown control panel you push mm-hmm. the thing yep. and you got the fuses yep. on the one side and the breakers on the other it looks exactly like that it's the same thing so it should work i don't know why i gotta deal with that but not right now because now it's boat time and time's a Clock's a ticking for a boat. It's got to go in the water soon, so I got to do the boat. The only thing the trailer still needs, the 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 car trailer, is e track installed. It's coming to be here on Friday, and also a workbench in the front 
on half of the side and I need to go to Fazio's Fabrication Disneyland and get some get some aluminum for to do that. So, Ooh, shiny aluminum. Uh, I, my suggestion was to just send the person that's closest to Disneyland to Disneyland for product. Well, we'll if you could, because the Reading Express is going to run this Friday. Why? Oh, oh. so uh, I, I could get to that if you're done. I'll, I'll tell you why the Reading well, Express is running. Well, yeah, hold that thought. I'm going to... You know, back to the boat because that's the new project is our 1983 boston whaler 17 foot been in my family since 1991 a boat and i've had a lot of adventures together it has had a number of years though at the cape of field expedient repairs i'd be like we're up there for Memorial Day weekend <laughs> we got to get the boat ready in the water let's do it we get it good enough and clean it up and make it it still looked nice um but there was a number of things i knew were not done well so we said, well, let's bring it home and try to work on those. So we did. So, um, and that, again, fell down another rabbit hole. It's gone into a complete restoration of this boat. So it is completely stripped to a bear hole right now. There's not a single thing on it. I've then drilled out all the holes that had stuff screwed into it and countered. Generally, them. you don't want holes in your boat. Well, you, you have to, you'd be amazed at how many holes are in a boat because it's uh, <laughs> really. It's full of stuff. You screw stuff down, like you got to screw the console down and the, the railing, the, the lights, and the... exactly, and the seat and the gas tank and the blah blah blah, plus whatever else other people have done over the years that you have to fix. So I've been trying to get all those holes ready to fill back up, and then we'll redrill them properly because a lot of them were just loose, and and lots of sanding. We started sanding, and like little cracks in the gel coat, you got to get in there with a Dremel and kind of dig out the crack so that when you put the filler on it. Like the epoxy two-part fairing compound, it's got somewhere to go because it doesn't really just go into a little tiny crack. You have to give it a little valley. So I, I, I do before this goes into the negative, and we know this is going into the negative. You said you've had a lot of great adventures with that boat. What was the I'm gonna say highlight adventure, or at least the highlight adventure that all four of us would know about? Well, you're going to the fact that Chrissy and I drove it from the from our house to the place the yacht club where we had the wedding two couple years ago it, exactly so, this beautiful yes. arrival on a wonderful day that was that was just great i thought the yeah. people were the beautiful part some of them oh <laughs> <laughs> that's nice i was gonna i thought you were gonna say uh when you learned how to well you didn't learn to drive on that boat did you you were learned yeah. on the 13 foot i thought there was gonna be Sorry. something like well me and skippy were had a share in a six-pack <laughs> yeah. and he yeah, said hey do you know where that sheep field is <laughs> in the boat no. huh? okay uh, wow well hey you know what jeff you're so excited to tell your story of sheep and of the reading <laughs> well uh i i will say that the reading express is going to run this weekend on friday because uh the lovely and talented Jennifer, who is my wife, in case you all missed that, um, is dealing with an incredibly antiquated system for restaurant managers called ServeSafe. So any, anyone ever work in a restaurant? Raise your hand if you've had, ever been ServeSafe certified. So yeah, you got to learn. I but I work in oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I got yeah, certified because my mom got certified. Okay, yeah. So you have to have someone in the restaurant who's certified. Um, and this company out of Chicago 
controls the certification and they control it like the SAT to where there is no like online version and you have to like, like pop open the seal of the envelope and take the test and send it to them. Well, during COVID time, uh, you still need to be certified. So Jen has to drive to Pennsylvania before her certification runs out where a bunch of her friends and pencil and, and uh, uh, instructors, cause she's an instructor in the course, she teaches it to students. So she has to retake the test at in front of an approved instructor. So I, I think they're going to sit down and then like, she's going to take the test and then she has to recertify the other instructor. So they're going to switch seats and then take the test for the other person. I don't know. Weird. This, that sounds amazingly like the Air Force when you, we lose funding to fly, and so they focus on just the evaluator, and then like one evaluator has to evaluate the other evaluator so that they get like a pyramid so they can train everybody else. Yeah, it's actually not that bad. I think four or five of them are all going to get certified, and one of them still is, so he'll stand at the front of the thing. But anyway, that's not what I've been working on. That's just where the Reading Express is running. <laughs> um, anyway, I came here to I came here to tell you about the draft. Yeah, <laughs> kill. He said, "Kill." No, um. So, so uh, y'all know that I have to mow the lawn like every other week, and it's a lot of place. And I, I go about one and a half lawn mows between every break, breaking of the lawn mower. So I broke the lawn mower with half of the lawn done and half undone. So it was like a new level of redneckery that was going on in my house because it was like how many mowers do you have now that work or mowers that are like total at my house total mowers three (laughs) one riding two pushing the two pushing have never worked in my care the riding mower blew the belt so i had to like put on my mask and go to the home depot and like stand in line and get that whatever i took care of that so but i took the day off this is how excited I was. I had to take the day off to go to the Home Depot and get all that done. Uh, but like the last thing you want to do when you have like a broken race car and a half done home project is spend like five hours wrenching on the lawnmower. So I, I put that first because it was the most annoying thing that I've been working on. Um, I will get to the home project. You all know I'm working on the flooring in our master bedroom. So uh, I pulled up all kinds of subfloor. And it was very exciting. Doot, doot, doot. Termite damage. Yay. Ooh. So it was obviously old termite damage. It was two floor joists. The floor joists on the other sides were fine. There's no, no sign of anything. So, you know, it's like you open the floor and you go, oh, crap, this is going to take a lot longer than I expected. So I spent uh-huh. a whole day doing that. <clears throat> But that's all done. I replaced about half of the subfloor. It's a uh, 13 by 15 room, so it's not even that big. And I've done, I did like three and a half sheets of subfloor. I've got all like the the little padding in, um, the click lock. I am so impressed with the uh, Cali bamboo click lock flooring. That stuff is absolutely fantastic. It is so precise. I I will say everyone should go ahead and get that, but I am going to now go to the tool review part of my, what you're working on. And I am going to come I love tool review. It's my favorite. Oh, Chris has his hand up though. That the, the non-click lock, the solid, solid tongue and groove Cali bamboo also really excellent. It's holding up beautifully. Yeah. It's a great product. It is way better than the click lock that I was using for other brands. 
So I bought a jigsaw because who knows where the hell my jigsaw is. It's like old. It's got a cord. Yes, mental. But jigsaw or Harbor Freight? Neither. So, uh, you know, I'll know I'm in the Milwaukee battery system because you've watched me wrench on all of my cars. So I went out and I got the M12 Milwaukee jigsaw because I said, I'm, I'm going to use this tool a decent amount. I do a lot of wood. And that is the worst piece of crap I've ever had in my life. I returned it after 12 hours. Wow. And you returned nothing. What, it was a 12 volt, though, not an 18. Like sure. It's, so it's a separate system, separate charger. Oh, no, separate I, but I have that stuff. one. That's, that uses, the, I have 12s for some oh. other things like my uh, ratchet my ratcheting okay. wrench is 12 so um yeah so i bought the m12 and you would you would go about four inches and the foot that's like the little table mm-hmm. would immediately be loose and you tighten it back up and four inches and it would immediately be loose so i went on the internet and about half the people who own it say this is the greatest tool ever and the other half says yeah, the little foot comes loose every time I, 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 I saw for six inches. So I returned the sucker. Okay. You get That's it. One? End of tool review. I didn't. You know why? Because I was already done that part of the job. <laughs> so until the next room, I'll order a new so one. So when you need there another, you when you need something else, you'll just try to find out where yours is, yes, which is yes. probably somewhere in the depths of your garage. Well, well no. I, basically, I'll decide if I'm going to buy the Ryobi or if I'm going to get the M18, which is twice as much money. Totally. That's it. Chrissy, what are you working on? I have been helping with the boat. Uh, We had a lot of long, tired, uh, like yard work day. Um, We did, so my parent, we borrowed an edger from my parents and it's never been done. So it took me about three hours and I didn't finish it, Uh, but we have a really long sidewalk. So all the way down. Um, And and then I had to mow the lawn also. So I was uh, cranky and sad on Sunday. Monday? I don't know. It was a Monday this week. Uh, and I had, we had a few parties, had some people over, and I got no naps, but I was promised some naps, and I didn't get any naps. So <laughs> maybe this weekend. So just stuff. Working on the boat today. Now, now Mental, we're going to toss it to you next. And yes. I know you are officially our guest wrangler, and I know you're going to introduce our guest, but our guest has been so quiet. We haven't even had a snicker out of him yet. He must not like our jokes. No, I'm muted. i was was actually going to introduce him as sitting quietly and then wondering what the hell he's gotten himself into yeah seriously Uh, at this point (laughs) my connection is not so (laughs) yeah Uh, can can you hear me (laughs) (laughs) other than booking really quiet guests what have you been doing this weekend I've had so many sprinkler repairs. So I'm, 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 I'm coming to the belief that either my entire sprinkler system is falling apart or that every time I repair one of the little pinholes that it sends more pressure farther down the line to another pinhole that becomes much bigger than a pinhole. I have dug up my front yard at least four times finding these bizarre leaks of my sprinkler system. And I don't even have a lawn. This is only I was going like to say, flowers. what are you watering? Like you got, have yeah. sand and rock. Rocks. I've got oleanders and then I've got, uh, the, I don't know the, what that is. The, yeah. The, they're it's very poisonous, but they, they're, they're very they don't need. The they can't need much water. They live in the desert. Right, but I, I, I still want them to be nice. And then I've got some flowers out front and, and, and some hummingbird stuff in the back. But yeah, so that I've been fighting so much of that. But I did finish the hot tub surround. So the hot tub has been completely redone. It actually has stairs and lights and uh, 
there's wider parts on two of the sides so you can set your drinks now there's a place to have the that's bad, important. So, if you, the lack of cup holders there before was a problem it, it was definitely a problem yeah so that problem has now been successfully addressed Excellent. um we it, actually it wasn't so much the lack of cup holders on your hot tub it was the fact that there were cup holders in the wrong locations and the wrong in size the, in the pool like it was like it was like you have to like into the fiberglass yeah. but then it was like you put a cup in it and, and they're angled and they're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like this is it like spills it, was, it right asking in. for yeah, it was yeah. 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 the cup holders are in the pool they're in the right spot <laughs> they, but if they work so now they're just over the edge I've, I've, I've built extended sides so you can set your drinks on the two sides uh moko the little chihuahua the rat dog loves it because now he can get up on the top stair and check on me without having to worry about being in the water he you know if he sees me move too quick he's like oh he's gonna put me in the water and he runs back down the stairs but he gets up there and does that uh we also had visitors over sunday a, a good friend of mine uh she is immunocompromised and her, her seven-year-old son and uh, my uh, another retired military buddy of mine and his older son, they've been trapped in the same house since this all started and they were ready for a little bit of interaction and Vicky's been very adamant about keeping our house clean. So she, we had them over and they finally got to have grown-up conversation and her seven-year-old got to play in the pool and would not get out, was literally sitting in the shallow end at seven o'clock at night as the sun was going down and he was shivering. And they're like, do you want to get out of the pool? <laughs> no, no, I don't want to get out at all. This is fun. But I, I had the hot tub, so he would run to the hot tub until he warmed back up and then jump back in. And I, I bought a bicycle. I've been shopping for a bicycle on the Facebook marketplace, trying to augment some of my um, cardiovascular work. So I bought a just cheap as hell spray painted bombed bicycle but uh it's exactly what i need and last night i got to do the commentating on the i lemons tuesday night trash races and i was doing that with eric rude chris ray uh ryan bauer aka uh, bearded sim racer who does the entire production for the thing and sean yoder and that was hysterical those guys are truly, truly funny. Judge Bill stopped by and gave us an entire history lesson on the Dodge Dynasty and the difference between that and the electronic digital dash K car based New Yorker. Uh, and also how he was, he met and hung out with the director of Repo Man, who is the professor at film at Colorado, University of Colorado, in much Phil like fashion. And uh, looking Truth. forward, I listened to it. <laughs> looking forward to doing that tomorrow. And I'm Jeff, I believe you're going to join us. Chris, are you going to make it? I, I don't know. I think he has other people. I think he's got one of us on. I think he's got me coming on Sunday. Sunday. I, yeah. I'm. I've been lobbying hard. I want us. I want it just just to be us on Sunday. I'm hoping that we'll be able to get away with that. We may not, but yeah, that's 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 just good fun watching that stuff. Uh, so that yeah. was, we had a good time with that one. I absolutely enjoy watching it. And it was it, you, mentally a nice job there. That was good. And, <laughs> Did a great uh, job. Yeah. No, I, I haven't had any confirmation for Thursday. So whatever. They can't have too many people. It becomes a big yeah. mess. Then it just becomes a, you know, uh, after the catch with Mike Rowe uh, with racing going on in the background. Yeah. So as I've mentioned, sitting patiently is our guest this evening, Trevor Andrusco. Um, you had your resume out here and this is after you corrected what I had written on there. If we talked about everything you've done in motorsports, this would be the rest of the show, but you've, you've been doing everything for a very long time. So, but, uh, I, I don't want to attach you to anything, but Trevor and Drusco, please, uh, 
What you, you guys on? keep going. I'm I'm working on my bingo <laughs> on my bingo. <laughs> so Trevor, what have you been working on? Chris, talking about the boat, does that count about reminiscing no. about the past vehicle? Yes. No, it's a current <laughs> vehicle. But we talked about the old boat. Did talk boat about the boat. Did talk uh, about the, the race race boat. Yeah, race damn boat. it. You did it. Ooh, I'm yeah. close. <laughs> <laughs> um, you be the first guest to ever get bingo during the show. While on the show, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm getting there. Um, so I don't know. What, what do you want? The long story? The short story? Well, just How much time us, you got? Tell us, tell us what you're working on, and then we'll get to your resume after we get through the news and notes. Well, working on, uh, so I'm in Georgia, and Georgia was one of the last states to close and one of the first to reopen. So really uh, only spent three or four weeks at home. Um, work came back, and it came back quickly. So over the last few weeks, I've actually been working with one of my sponsors, SimCraft, uh, building pedals for Ooh, simulators. Uh, so it's a hot market right now. Us um, in the hot states are like dying for uh, for equipment. And, and if you're waiting on a pedal set or a simulator, uh, talk to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I got mine. So. Not my department. Um, I, I've literally been building simulator pedals for about four weeks straight. Um, oh, wow. Okay. And we are just now getting caught up on to the point that when I go in tomorrow, we're going to be at zero. Uh, oh, excellent. Yeah, so it's it's been an interesting couple of weeks. Uh, during the shutdown, uh, spent a lot of time on iRacing and uh, actually drove a real car. I'm not going to mention where, um, <laughs> but we did get on track. So things have been coming back slowly. This week, uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of gone back to normal for me. So I don't really have much for you guys. I'm somebody's somebody's trying to go gra grow grass in their front yard. I'm doing the same. So. Uh, feel free to reach out with any tips. No, um, I try and kill all the grass in my front yard. I hate mowing. I'll send you oh, some. No. <laughs> and I'm trying no. to keep mine alive. If, if Jeff Gosh. could find a way to stunt its growth, but yet have it green, he would. Like, Jeff, would, green, Jeff would pave his entire yard and then like roll green into like square shapes to look like a lawn. If he could Sounds perfect. You don't have I, to cut it. I would move to California if they could like convince me like does, doesn't california like pay you to get rid of your grass and put in the fake stuff i would do that in a heartbeat if new jersey ever started although mental's having all these problems with his rocks so like <laughs> that's what you would end up with and you're Wait, gonna have problematic rocks we're talking about new jersey does new jersey suck yes bingo no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh and he walked you into that one that's <laughs> no actually Oh, it's cool. I'm sorry. Where are we going to? I think I think we're ready for I think we're ready for news and notes. Okay, let's do news and notes. <laughs> let's get this sucker started. We've been crazy tonight, but now it's news and notes. Okay, Erling you, hates us so you much. You all know that we are big fans of Ross Bentley, and if you're still actively listening to any of those podcasts you, you used to listen to on your way to work, uh, you probably got a surprise this week and found that a new episode may have appeared. Um, but you should, if you have stopped uh, subscribing, then make sure you check wherever you get your podcast. Find this new episode, and the link will also be in our show notes. Ross talks to uh, Colin Braun about conscious and subconscious driving. It's a good episode. Like Harbor Freight Jack stands, foot fungus, and other things you don't want to see again, 
counterfeit safety gear is showing back up in inspections. Uh, Matt Koch at Speed Cafe, which is an Australian enthusiast site, pointed out that some drivers are returning to the track with dangerous and useless equipment. The link is in our show notes, but just understand this very basic rule. Buy your safety gear from a reputable supplier. Winding Road, uh, 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 Safe Racer, uh, um, Trevor, why am I not thinking of the one? Discovery Parts. Um, it, it, it just you, who's the one? What's the one in New Jersey? I mean, Jags. Uh, Sable and, Energies, Racer yeah. Parts Wholesale. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All you, of them. Summit, Summit and Jags. Jags. Yeah, right. they, they carry Jags. a lot of Absolutely. stuff. Speed, Speedway. Yeah, if, if you're buying it on Amazon Pegasus. for one-fourth of the – Pegasus is an excellent supplier. If you're buying it on Amazon for one-fourth of the price, no. Just, Yo, just you should no. see the safety Yo. belts that I bought at Wish the other day. <laughs> you know what? I'm never going to see them because they're coming from Wish. Years to get here? Never. By the time they get here, they'll be out of date. <laughs> they might be out of date. <laughs> That's funny. I, I ordered a bunch of stuff from Wish, including, which is kind of cool because it's for the trailer, and I should mention it, like reflective tape. You know, like highly reflective Did stuff. Did you get it yet? Thing. So, but I ordered it so long ago, I totally forgot about it. And so it's like, like Wish is like buying yourself a Christmas present. You like order it and you forget about it. And you're like, Ooh, I did a lot of that on Amazon at the beginning of this. Right? Uh, yeah. That was a thing. Uh, oh, well. drunk me is guys. Don't nice. don't <laughs> yeah. Don't don't drink in Amazon. Yeah. No, no. You know what? I've bought the same thing multiple times on eBay. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's only a problem if you win all of them. Yeah. Did cheap watches. Did you need it again? No. It's watch, only a problem can... if it shows up. A second time and you get excited again. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Look, iRacing, we already mentioned iRacing. Trevor mentioned it. Mental mentioned it. We all mentioned it. Uh, it we, we have another racer who was a professional racer who was suspended for iRacing. And it, it's it, like, this is the meme. This, this is the, your lemons uh, theme Right now, when we return to real life track, just be like all the people who were suspended for iRacing. Uh, this time, it does not include being a little whiny baby or racial epithets. It's old school. Audi factory driver Daniel Apt. Does anybody know this guy? He's a he's a, a e, Formula E. He was suspended, which is German for fired, uh, because he paid a professional esports racer. Not going to say this right. Lorenz Herzing to take his place. And so he was racing in a Formula E race and they noticed that he was doing really good. And somebody checked the IP address and it turns out it wasn't even in the city that this guy lived. It was in the same exact IP address of a very famous uh, esports professional. Yeah. That's terrible. Don't Can do I that. just say what a stupid way to lose a ride? Yes. Yes. I don't know if this he is come in, he could have come in dead last and no one would care. Yeah. Now and, and Trevor, you meant you're in the iRacing professional world and like, you know, it's part of your business and you know, things like that. But I, we have struggled and I have struggled because I am having trouble transferring my skills from real racing to iRacing. It's not equal. People who are great at iRacing would die in a car and people who could drive a car really well are not great iRacers. So you don't have to like 
think that your wee wee is small because your skills don't transfer. So you think. <laughs> uh, I'll go out and say this. I, uh, I've been for a couple of years on a G27 and TV, not a real setup. It's the yeah, cheapest. Yeah, I, I don't have a real setup, cheap setup. So I last week raced in the USAC karting season finale uh, in the Apex 6, which is SimCraft's basically premier product. Six motion, six axis, ridiculous price. Um, We're going to pimp your social media later. But no, I no, no. I, I got out of it and I was tired. Yeah, oh. but that, that, that setup is that. legit. That setup is awesome. You don't get that in the basic setups that you have these days. So I get it. It's a pro guy. He he obviously didn't take it seriously, but at the same time, buy the proper equipment if you're going to do it. Oh, mm -hmm. totally. No, no. I, and I don't want to say that they're not, they're not complimentary <laughs> because the skills can be transferred, but there are plenty of people who have million dollar rides who never touch a sim because they can be in a real car at all times. Right. And, 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 and so those people sometimes have trouble. And no one is going to blame you if you're terrible at iRacing. Chris, go ahead. Or you can be like with that NASCAR guy that Dave always talks about that does it in a, a folding metal chair with like a <laughs> PlayStation wheel on a 19-inch monitor and beats everybody. I think it's about the mentality as well. <clears throat> there was a, an opinion piece today by a, a he's a known automotive rider and he used to be a midget car racer. And he's like, this is, this is stupid. People need to stop losing their jobs over iRacing." racing. And my thing is if you're going to operate at that top level, it is skill is absolutely part of it, but it's only part of it. You're in show business and you better show up. You better show. Yeah, up. no, totally. The guy that's racing in the metal chair with a, with a 10 inch monitor, he's having fun with it. His sponsors love it. That's what it all comes about. You got to think like Bill Elliott in the late eighties, when you get out of that car and the first 17 words out of your mouth are all your sponsors and you're thanking them. And if, if you can't play the game at that level, then there are any number of extremely talented drivers who are willing to step in and take your place. He could have come in dead last in this iRace, said all kinds of wonderful things about Audi and how much fun he's having, and it would have all played out just fine. But he, he, he doesn't want to do what, he, what he's contractually obligated to do, which is make your sponsor look good. I'm yeah. guessing he was probably one of those people as well that didn't actually practice. He just thought he was going to be quick without absolutely and and sure. you know no one has lost their ride because they're terrible at i at virtual racing no nope. people have lost their ride for mouthing off being a whiny baby not being good to their sponsor i mean what was it Overt denny Hamlin? racism over racism i was trying to skip that one uh, you know rage, denny, rage quitting rage quitting <laughs> like like nobody said oh denny hamlin you're terrible because your daughter turned off the i racing no Right? They all laugh. He, but he Love but <laughs> but he knew what to do. He didn't yell and scream at his daughter. He put it on his Instagram and he laughed about it. Yep. Is that the and, guy in the in the tiger costume? No, different that was guy. that was a different guy, yeah. Different He's guy. the one that has a picture of his face as his face mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which again, clearly Denny Hamlin gets it. You're in show business. All right, your massive talent and the ability to drive a car, that's awesome. But I could name eight drivers right now who have professional level talent, three of which have been guests on this show, and just the, the sponsorship just doesn't play out in their way. And they would happily, happily 
take these rides. And if, and by the way, any major sponsors, if you're listening, you don't even have to put them in a real car, put them in an iRacing car right now. And they'll still get out and say everything having to do with your company and what a wonderful job you're doing. I but, think that's changing the landscape of it a little bit too, to be honest, is mm -hmm. I think more people are thinking like that now. I hope. Yeah. I hope. Well, you don't anyway. make money in racing by, by winning. You make money in racing by having sponsors. Sponsors by make money showing by showing up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're, if you're in a major series, just by making your car on the grid, just by getting on the grid, you've done most of your job. Sure. Now, Jeff's not going to read this part because it's embarrassing. But on a, completely, <laughs> on a completely unrelated note, Jeff is now interviewing talented iRacers with a high rating. They're willing to work for Wawa Soup to go. Santiago and I are already working <laughs> You know, Soggy won a race or was winning no, a race. No, Soggy well, did not win a race. We're going to talk was, about that in a minute. <laughs> Let's talk about real races for a minute. Holy crap. Somebody talk about a real race. So are we racing coming up soon? Yes, we it, are. Maybe. Maybe. Some people are racing and maybe we Somebody will race is. Soon. So it's a good start. Uh, all right. So Lucky Dog is throwing off the Corona Blues and racing at Pacific Raceways. There's 80 cars. They're sold out. They had their driver's meetings, the two of them already, online in advance. Brilliant. Everyone's at home. Get get it written down. Because I can't imagine doing it at the track because the, tr wi the track Wi-Fi struggles like trying to check your email with everybody there, no. let alone everyone on a Zoom meeting with video trying to do that. So I think that's a great way to do it ahead of time. And you can keep track. You've got people there. I think it makes great sense. Um, so, hey, good for, good for them. And then so that one guy who yeah, always thanks. has the obvious question that everyone else in the crowd just goes, oh, you can like mute. You can mute him when he's yeah. Well, that way everyone knows that guy's name. <laughs> too. Unless it's... So. I love puppies or whatever we put, <laughs> put at the bottom of all well, of our Well, then you names. can start calling I love puppies, oh, yeah. which, uh, you true. Know, which, yeah, it's a shame. We got to do that. Um, also, it looks like AER is going to, uh, to drive over the drug bridge at Nelson's Ledges <laughs> and June 6th and 7th. So the, all, all, their, you know, all their juggalos will be there, apparently 24 cars. Guaranteed, not a single Jugga Lambo or Jugga Lexus in them, but uh, they'll be at Nelson. <laughs> Nothing but BMWs. Now, yeah, I, w I wonder what their what their max is, because I more can't imagine that. No, I can't imagine that. coming off of this and finding only twenty four people. Well, nobody wants to. to there's a lot of people that still don't want to go out. Hang yeah. on, let me register twenty five. Trevor, can you also... get to Nelson's? How long did that be for you? Eighty seven hour tow? Yeah, oh, it's ten hours, I think, because <laughs> I got to go to bad. Maryland to pick up the car first. Oh, yeah, oh that's, that's, a, yeah. that's a detour. That's a bit of a Not detour. Quite on the way. But uh, uh, I, I, I'm with Chrissy. I think a lot of people are also they're just they're just dragging their feet to see if it's actually going to happen. That's kind of the same boat that we're in at the moment. I was waiting to see where the car count ended up. I won't, I won't hide that. No, oh, nice. Yeah. So, are you are you going to take one of the Miatas or your uh, GT3? GT3. Oh, of Although course. this nice. just doesn't feel like it's worth it. This the Nelson's Ledges races Saturday HPD and qualifying and the Sunday nine hour nine hour race. The problem is that we're we're in it for this season for the points. Uh, bad season to do it, but we're going to commit to it. Oh, yeah, and you guys have done quite well with uh, AER. You guys have finished strong in the points. Uh, We're Kingpin trying to. Racing, by the way, follow follow them on any of your social stuff. 
or right. don't. Yeah. Or, yeah, or don't. Yeah. <laughs> or don't. Yeah. And we're, but so follow if you want to, yeah, follow them if you want to end up on the podium on the track. Okay. There you go. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, we are T minus how many weeks till our potential first race? Two and a half, right? One. You're less than. Oh, we're not going so to our <laughs> no, we're not going to we're not going oh, to you, okay I got our you. first potential race yeah it's I mean, njmp for lemons which is the 13th and 14th and so yeah you know, as of when the show comes out on a thursday we'll be packing two weeks from then um so i mean the car's ready basically you just got to get the fire bottle recharged and we're set so okay yeah i know all right <laughs> we'll see how it goes we're supposed to hear something tomorrow and they say whether or not it's going to what they think and this will be lemon's first return back so yeah, uh yeah. aer is officially back lucky dog is officially back wrl and champer both have are, events scheduled um at next month but but uh champ has not yet had an event no since, uh well since they march Yes, they, they had they, some they before. Had yeah. They had they had their opening of the season, but then had to close the season. I'm actually I'm scheduled to run that. I'm scheduled to run Willow. Uh, if if the Air Force will let me go, I've asked the official channels. That's always a fun memo to type up. See, yeah. this guy's got a 76. Uh, hey, do you work for the Air Force? <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a 76 Oldsmobile Amiga. We've been trying to race this thing now for three months. And uh, Omega, Omega, Omega. Not, you said um, an, an Amiga is an obscure 80s computer of which I had <laughs> right. as a kid. It's a great computer. Yeah, yeah. Know, Corey, guys, Corey will did, curse me later. Did Did the Solstice stop by your place or not? No, it is due here Saturday. The Solstice will be due Saturday for a window net welding session with okay. Pantless Matt. Great. Fantastic. So, and nice. on that note, listener feedback on our YouTubes, which uh, a lot of these shows are ended up on YouTubes, and we've got almost three or four people that'll occasionally watch something. Uh, James Mulhern mentioned Fab Tip from our episode last week. Don't be afraid to scrap your part if it came out bad. Sometimes it's worth it to start over, which is solid advice because. I know I am the king of I will stick with a bad idea until the bloody, bloody end. Nice. Uh, that actually is a good tip that we didn't mention. Sometimes it's just better yeah. to go, I'm going to set this one aside and start again. Put that in the whoopsie pile. Yeah, exactly. That's, you'll use, you'll reuse that metal later. Jeff likes talking about the sunk cost fallacy, so that's the same. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Gregory S. popped on our Facebook to say, great shows. I took a break last year about episode 86, and I'm binge listening now. While listening, I tend to shout out things randomly. I think my commentary is brilliant, but onlookers think I'm crazy. They are right. Inspired by many advice with some really good information or some really bad decision including Mentals BMW. That was a horrible decision. Oh. Yes. So, I bad... forgot about that. It was I forgot. I forgot you even owned that. Horrible decision, right. <laughs> uh, bad choices make really good listening. Keep up the show. Good work. And I'll see you at the races. So those of you that are shouting at your computer while you're listening to us on the thing, uh, we will do another live show sooner or later where we're going to have listener feedback live uh, as soon as we figure out which one to do. And Greg, hope your uh, alpha is actually coming together now. That'd be good. 
Everyone, I know everyone has missed having you guys around. Just yeah. mostly to listen to the car as it goes by. We talked about that. Fantastic. Bef- yes. Before we were recording the Lemon Show last night, we were talking about alphas and just how you get out of their way because they sound so good. Yeah. So also on Fab, Michael K. some great advice. Said, Based on your Fab podcast, which I'm listening to now, uh, auto center punch is uh, oh, excuse me an auto center punch is under five bucks at Menards or Harbor Freight. It'll last approximately three builds, and with all the improvements in that time, uh, newly learned thing you can get 99% industrial quality bits for reasonable prices. Instead, if you've ever never used an industrial only cutting bit, I'm sorry. Um, Norseman has a sub company called Viking. No individual bits, but indexes are sold. U.S. made in a 316th bit in mild steel with 300 RPM drilled at a single spiral of metal over a foot long as it passed through quarter-inch steel. Amazing difference. So we got a link to that in our show notes because Jeff loves tool reviews. Little Bear says, <laughs> buy Viking bits. Yeah, I actually looked at the set that he put on there, and I think I inherited a Viking bit set from my grandfather. So, and it's his like go-to bit and he was a diesel mechanic for over 50 years. So yeah. and he could, he could sharpen bits like nobody's business. Oh, it's better than that. I just keep buying a $13 hybrid freight set. And when I'm just I break, saying or, break or dull enough. I get another one. <laughs> Sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Coming totally. up. Uh, so Michael also says, finally, grinder, drill press, washers, and 3A steel can make Corvette C5 brakes fit a 95 Pontiac Transport. Now, there is good listener advice for the general consumer, things they need to know. I said, he said they outbreak 90% of the field. They had to, he said, we had to use freaking OSB to mock it up for the first time, but damned if it didn't work. And now we have almost 16 races on it. And again, outbreaks just about everybody in a freaking GM minivan from the dark days. So. Well done. That's great. I was uh, walking, doing my COVID walk around the neighborhood today, and I saw an Oldsmobile silhouette premiere. Oh, and I was like, like oh, man, that just needs a couple more years. That thing would be awesome. A couple like more years up. in Jersey? It's not going to last long. No, I like to sit really up high, shape. see where I'm going. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. And Jen, Amazing uh, it's lasted that long. That's what I'm thinking, right? <laughs> Especially in Jersey. It must be a Southern car. Um, Jeff mentioned his new 944 crush. Don't get Not me started. New. Don't get me started. Well, it's new to all, new to. Reinvigorated. Res- resurrected, right? Yeah. Uh, which prompted young Chris Egan. Hold on, let me pause here for a bingo. everybody's getting bingo tonight i know i know i know it's close um actually i wouldn't have got it if you hadn't prompted the is new jersey sucks but that's okay uh to say thank your guest yes thank you uh take it from someone who fell in love with uh, for a 944 trap years and years ago when i was 19 year old me said i could own a porsche don't run don't walk run away they can be pretty but they're hell to work on and you will want to set it on fire which is probably no surprise to how, how often, how you work on things. Right. Going now. <laughs> uh, you, you know what I did with mine? I sold the engine and wheels for $100 to a lemons team. I gave the rest of the car to a local 19-year-old who bought a Project 944 and needed parts. He was too far in the hole to save him, so I gave him the parts car. That said, I have never installed 944 clutch kit, so it's just sitting in my garage next time. <laughs> next, uh, next to the timing belt tools, I make you a sweet deal. You know, and that's coming from a guy who raced a Dodge Daytona, Daytona. for years that, and didn't that, give up on it. But, but yeah, he gave no up love. Like, on the 944. Well, l- not only that, but isn't he like swapping a Wankel rotary into some sort of crappy hatchback BMW? 
No, he's putting a uh, a Dodge 2.5 in a rear drive setup in an E36. Oh, great. Because that's had a the big, smart plan. Right. He had a big pile of them, and he got a cheap E36. And, yeah. <laughs> it's a great way to put an E36 in Class C is to put a Chrysler turbo that's motor in it. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chrissy. Okay. Racer yeah. Rona reaction. So this is a little bit of a rerun because I didn't read all of Mental's um, uh, initial stuff, but hopefully you watched last night's hilarious lemons race. I race, excuse me, I race. Uh, rally cross with some little cars that shouldn't have been Was rally crossing. Spec Racer, Racer Ford. Ford. Yes. Uh, and I, oh, and some Jettas. Uh, and we mentioned, and we mentioned that Mental was one of the commentators. You did a great job. If you haven't watched one of these, you have to. Uh, the production by Bearded Sim Racer is awesome. He does such a great job of keeping track of everything that's on the track. Uh, he can back it up. We say, why does that guy in the wall? And he's like, hold on a second. And he, and he zooms the little car back and figures out what happened and who hit what. And uh, we broke eye racing last night with a, the Jetta that was in the ground and it kept Rewheeling, like it was hilarious, and uh, and they do a really good job. Commentary is great every time, um, so it's really a good thing to watch during these boring times of locking racing. I have no idea if anybody else does it this well. Um, you can watch it uh, on uh, Twitch, which Twitch, Twitch, right, YouTube or Facebook Live. Um, both of them are they have it all on there. You can watch commentary. There's even um. Uh, subtitles if you don't want to listen to the commentary <laughs> subtitles uh, there is subtitles oh yeah my God. On, uh, i have to see what Facebook. subtitles does with uh with, with, with uh, judge phil it was actually the the, the, the subtitles were ahead well, of richard nixon's comment- penis and <laughs> <laughs> they were ahead of the commentators yesterday on facebook live so uh, i stopped watching that and we just had it up on the tv but that's uh cool. really good time uh mental your hand was up first yeah, so Bearded Sim Racer, uh, it, it's Ryan Bauer, but uh, he's tied in with that and Top Flight Computers. Follow them on the social media. Follow them on Facebook. They do a variety of things, not just the lemon stuff. And she's not kidding. His production values are just spot on. It's awesome. Uh, I had to. I was going to throw a correction towards the broadcast. Mental, you were right. Eric Rude was wrong. The original motor in the Spec Racer Ford absolutely was the 2.0 kent actually no i I think you're thinking of the formula ford not the spec racer ford because the original spec racers were renault powered and then when those all started to dry out that's when they went with the uh because i was going down the same path you were and i was a 1.6 kent originally yeah that was uh, yeah yeah they put the they put the the formula well the, the formula ford the spec racer ford he said well, that they didn't come out until they were using uh, first-gen Escort motors, 1.9. I was like, no, Surfs were out way before that. Gen 2 was the Ford 1.9 fuel yeah. injection, according to Wikipedia. Gen 3 is the Ford Sigma 1.6. What well, was Gen 1? It was the Kent, right? It doesn't right? say. Oh, that's I, all right. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I'm going to default to Eric on that one. I'm going to go with his correction. I I'm going to pull it out to the do. listeners. Listeners, well, you, you tell us what was in one. the first gen Spec Racer Ford. I'm saying Mental was right, and it was a Pinto Kent. Not the first generation. I, no, I, think I got Chris, it. Uh, Here it is. It's originally started as a in 1984 Lima. as a sports Renault. Renault oh. bat out of the program in '89, so it became the Spec Racer Ford. 
Uh, also, because by 94, the, re- the supply of rebuildable 1.7 liter Renault engines was drying up. SCC what? Is- French engines didn't last? Right. The decision to replace the original Renault driveline with a 1.9 liter engine and five screen transmission manufactured by Ford Motor Company. So uh, 10 horsepower up to 105. Yay. <laughs> well, there it is. Rude was right. I guess you were right, Mental. The Kent Lima must have been in the spec. That's the, the, that's the Formula Ford. Formula Ford. Yeah. Got it. Because Pegasus still has all these Kent Lima Kent parts in there. For <laughs> anyway, I, I thought it was hilarious the way Alex Levinson's car broke the physics. It's like that right rear wheel didn't exist, but he owned it. He kept driving the entire race, basically on three wheels. Every time he turned right, the car oh, would just God. spin. So he and tried driving backwards for a yeah, lap or exactly. two. Backwards. <laughs> that didn't work so well. So he'd go back to fours. But by the end of it, he was like kind of getting the hang of it. And it was hilarious to watch. So well done, Alex, for owning it and, and playing with it the rest of the race. That was great. It was. Uh, this week, the, it, the, the insanity continues. You donate, we drink effort. It's now over $2,700. The last designated delivery was Amanda Tully, who did it more of a Ray Charles style. But uh, there you go. <laughs> Anyone wishing to be a stunt liver for charity should contact Randy Bish. Facebook's apparently the best. Or get on one of our social medias and we'll put you in touch. You're probably going to drink that night anyway, so do some good. you know. Or, uh, yeah, hey, at least you're going to give somebody money. Make it count. Imagine yeah, you I, had a good time with that. Uh, yeah. Had a, terrible, had a terrible Friday morning, but I had a good time with it. And I believe they already announced that the uh, the – Stunt yes. liver this week is going to be, and I'm looking for it on the internet. Thomas, Pyrek, yeah. Pyrek. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> so if you wanna, if you wanna endanger Thomas's life, donate ten bucks to your local uh, animal shelter or food bank. Post it to his and Randy Bish's social media, and you'll he'll get a shot on you. Absolutely. And then watch the race because it's funny. Yeah. So we also still doing our races. So Monday night, E1R races uh, had a little bit of a, a slower group this week because of Memorial Day. I guess some people actually did things for the holiday to their car, house, boat, hot tub project or whatever. Uh, we did Laguna. Uh, Laguna is still hard. I have raced real life Laguna and I, and now I have done a decent amount of laps in, in iRacing Laguna. And I'm still telling you, first time down the corkscrew in meat space is a still a lot easier than the hundredth time down the corkscrew in eye space. Unless he used the pro two lights. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> then, it's easy. then it's just a straight line. Mad yeah. at it. Woo! Oh, by the way, this could just be because I'm terrible at eye racing and I can't see around a corner. I think that might be some of it. It's probably it. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, with the VR, it's really not hard at all, Jeff. You just look over there. And then you look over there. <laughs> Did, don't, you, don't you constantly roll the Miata at Laguna? Uh, Didn't oh, once. no. I hate the Miata. <laughs> the ND is so bad. It's like it starts to step out just a little bit. I'm and hearing then, excuses. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't drive the ND anymore. I drive other stuff, and it's fine. I just don't like the setup on uh, that. Yeah. yeah, no, the setup is terrible. Either way, we had a good time. We didn't have a whole ton of people, and we screwed up the second race because we forgot to put in uh, quick repairs. So we all uh, had to drive very nicely in the second race, but it worked out great. <laughs> cool. All right. After that extended entire bit, and it's, uh, it's, it's not our fault because there's real racing coming. We are moving on to, Jeff, you want to bust out the speaker there? Oh, sure. Main topic! 
Trevor Andrusco! Did I say that right? How's that for an intro? That's pretty close. All right. So, as our guest tonight is Trevor Andrusco. He's principal at Track 9. He is the vice president of operations at Kingpin Racing. Uh, Trevor and I met, God, years ago at Atlanta Motorsports Park. We've, uh, we've loaded up into his forerunner, driven down to Florida. We've had a lot of really bad decisions that uh, ended up with the, the bunch of us in the same car in the same race. He is a fantastic human being and a great driver. And you've, you've done it all. Uh, just uh, right before all the, the coronacation stuff kicked off, you were out here in Vegas doing off-road racing for, for the uh, Mint 400, which was awesome. You got me and Vicky behind the scenes. We got to go see the whole uh, cool stuff down on Fremont Street. That was great. But Trevor, uh, give us the as much as you can abbreviated but interesting version of your resume because it goes on for years. Speaking of Forerunner, piling into the Forerunner, I think that's the only time I've piled into my own car and woken up back at, ho- back at home. Was, and after watching me drive that car, that was a bold move on your part to trust. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, I gave you the, the keys like in Florida, times, and we got but... back in Georgia, and I was at home. I don't remember <laughs> much of that ride back. Florida and Georgia asleep. are not that far apart. I mean, depending or, on what part Florida, of Florida. Orlando to long, Orlando to Atlanta is like eight hours, seven hours. Yeah, yeah. And this is after we've been up for a a, a day and a half, really. A day. <laughs> um. All right. Short background. Uh. Honestly, a little bit of everything. So started with cars straight out of high school and started building uh, twin turbo Corvettes. That's kind of what got me into the industry, picked up a camera and became a photographer, found some clients and worked in Grand Am and ALMS. Wanted to get closer to the action, so started learning how to drive uh, and actually learning from the drivers that I was working with. They started teaching me how to drive and became a driver coach. Um, so you're seeing a progression here. I, I never like to stop where I'm at. Um, since the change over to driver, things have slowed down quite a bit, but more work, more volume. Uh, so now I'm a consultant, uh, pretty much full-time. Uh, Tyler Hoffman, who I believe you guys had on the show a couple weeks ago, is yeah, my mm-hmm. first partner, and uh, he and I run a race team together because that was a smart idea. And, um, <laughs> and uh, it's kind of gone from there. So right now, I think we've got four or five rental cars that are available to people that want to go racing that will kind of bring them through the ropes and get them ready. Um, it's interesting because you guys have a tiered program because you can start in a Miata. And yeah, you want to go dirt track racing? <laughs> <laughs> I do actually. I kind of, d- yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> actually, <laughs> we so, buried the lead. We're just going to talk about the Mint 400. <laughs> believe, time, it, so. believe it or not, there is a waiting list for the dirt track Honda Civic front wheel drive at Dixie Speedway in Atlanta. Yeah, this is a, we're not talking the Mint 400, which he did, Jeff. We're talking there's a, there's a dirt track near his house that is oh, legend. I've got like 40 names on this list. And if we ever go racing again in Georgia, uh, I'm happy to bring anybody that wants to go racing. Um, the Mint 400. But school was, bus figure eight racing or, <laughs> or trailer. No. <laughs> uh, so Dixie Speedway host waterless boat races. So feel free to bring that boat of yours. <laughs> And tow it behind. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That sounds amazing. It is fantastic. Um, 
so yeah, I've done a little bit of everything uh, now driving. Uh, I am an FIA bronze, so if anybody out there is looking for a driver, let me know. Uh, Incidentally, and- he will not hire someone else to do his ISM <laughs> racing. Yeah, seriously. He will not use offensive terms. He will never rage quit, and he will absolutely kiss babies and thank any sponsor you need him to. I might rage quit one or tw- once or twice. <laughs> as long as you don't do it like on Twitch or something. Live TV <laughs> on Fox Sports. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. In the largest telecast uh, eSport event of all time. Uh- what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now, now, Trevor, and this is what I, I find you have a unique perspective because you've sat behind a desk at a racetrack. Quite so a bit. Been- yeah, you've been in the car. You've been outside the car. You've overseen facilities. You've, you've, you've had to manage the track. You've had to do the calendar for all the races. You've had to be the race steward. And so uh, I, we were talking. It would be a great idea. So our main topic is actually is how not to annoy the track people, or more importantly, how to endear yourself to people that are working the races that we all love to go at. How do you get them on your side? How do you? Sorry, I think I'm having connectivity issues. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Because we've we've got some tricks we pull, Chris. You 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 know one of our great don't be, tricks. Don't be an idiot. I mean, <laughs> seriously, it, it comes down to put yourself in their shoes. Um, you know, I put out I put some notes on here. Th- I think three of my notes are beyond time. If you're late <laughs> for grid, I'm not yep. waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I I have purpose. Uh, now that I can say this, I have purposely started a race session early because I knew somebody was going to be late. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> That's excellent. I'm, clearly that person was a jerk. Don't piss off the race director. <laughs> well, how do you do that? Not- what's, what's your hot button? What, what made you mad about that person? If I'm in the middle of a driver meeting at 9.30 in the morning because I've intentionally moved the driver meeting later so that you can show up on time, don't call me during the driver meeting letting me know, letting me know that you're late. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who just thinks that they could just do something like that? Yeah, what like level that? of motorsports was this? <laughs> oh. This was, I, I'll, you know, I'll be honest, this is club level at a local track. Yeah, but you know what? This is making me worse. This is making me more angry because at Seriously? the club level, you're not getting paid. This is not your profession. I mean, you may have been getting paid, but you're I'm still getting paying. paid either way. I don't care. No, no, <laughs> no I mean, the racer, saying, like, 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 whoever's like, being a butt. It's, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. If you can't show up, it proves that you don't care enough about the day. So don't show up in the first place. Yeah, I like that. But what I'm saying is I have seen some of the worst behavior uh, when at the club level, at the club level, uh, at, at an SCCA or a NASA event, uh, you know, where and I have to, to clear the air. I have been a race director at multiple tracks. So this is no one track. Yeah. So just in case anybody is listening. <laughs> but like, like if, if I am paying a million dollars to rent your track, I expect a level of professional service. If I paid $40 and I know that the people up there are working for a sandwich, why am I getting angry? One of the things that I've learned through the years of doing all of the jobs that I've done, because I I think you guys have read, I've been a crew chief on teams. I've done literally every job in motorsports at this point. 
the races that are free are the races that I have the most complaints at from the driver's side. And it's, it's almost one of those things that if you put a price on it, people take it a little bit more seriously. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Like they're actually going to show up on time if it costs them a thousand dollars. Yeah. And that's ultimately what it comes down to. Um, the, the biggest issues we've ever had at race days are the ones that are literally for charity. That's terrible. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed by my sport. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let, let, let's, let's talk about some, you know, obviously we're going to hide names and things and not say those specific items, but ha- have you ever seen anything that troubled you so much that you worried about the safety of the competitors like i mean obviously there's annoying and then there's holy cow what you just did endangered yourself and others if you're gonna be if you're gonna be responsible for the fire bottle make sure you pull the pin (laughs) i mean yeah it's a great safety tip yeah (laughs) and sometimes you forget but yeah. Or sometimes you lose the pin because you pulled it out. And you don't remember if you pulled it out on months the ago. Or a- three, three events ago, you lost the pin. And that's the to- problem. Tie yeah. it on to a your string. finger. Yeah, pin on a string. That's a good idea. Yeah. No, there no, but I, I, I've definitely seen like some of the stupidest things that are endangering people. That I'm just like, you know, like, um, you know, speeding in the pits and speeding in the paddock, and it, is something that if you're in a race car and your adrenaline is up and you get yelled at and you put your tail between your legs and you try and fix yourself is one thing. But when you're like a bat out of hell in your street car, not for no reason, in, for no reason whatsoever, other than you don't understand that there are other people yeah. in the paddock. So it's funny. Cause I I've kind of narrowed this down to a litmus test that I do uh, in public is the shopping cart test. If you don't put your shopping cart back, it kind of determines what kind of person <laughs> you are. That is, a, that, that is a dating accurate, <laughs> It's an accurate philosophy. It is an absolute accurate and true philosophy. But instead of a shopping cart, let's talk about a trailer that's not attached to a truck that I don't have a key for. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That's in the middle of the paddock, and I've got a school the next day that I got to set up for. And, and you're currently working at uh, at uh, Atlanta Motorsports, right? No, uh, that was former. Former, uh, okay. Still, still doing some things with them contract wise, but uh, most of the stuff that I do is uh, third party through my own company, Track Nine. Uh, that's Tyler. Tyler Hoffman is a is my business partner there as well. But yeah, we yeah. basically we come in and. If what are, what are your, what fixed, are your, we fix it. But you, you can fill the paddock. Your home tracks. What's that? Your, your, your home tracks. I mean, you're, you're based out of Atlanta, but where are the tracks you spend most of your time at these days? Spending most of my time at Atlanta Sports Park and Road Atlanta. Um, hey, Road Atlanta, the, 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 the inner paddock at Road Atlanta. There's one way in, there's one way out. And if you, if you get a crowded track day and they're not following the traffic rules, holy crap, it becomes Don't brittle. go down the uphill, please. Oh, <laughs> I'm with you, man. I I'm know totally it's shorter. You. I know it's quicker. I know you're in a hurry. Go the long way like everybody else. Or otherwise, we're going to have to put tape on the floor like we're having to do in the grocery stores. <laughs> Oh, this is fantastic. Uh, 
so so we we usually try and try and do mostly tips around here tips and tricks <laughs> there's for, one <laughs> for new for new people uh you know um i love the idea of it's just about following the directions and the amount of people who didn't read the packet that was sent home that think that what they're doing is more important like you said than not returning the shopping cart and another and and, and just not remembering that we're at a track and we're trying to have a good time. Okay. So I'm going to go on that last point that you just put up because we pride ourselves on the fact that motorsports is a mentally taxing sport. Correct. Yes. If you are forgetful and you forget to do something at the track, take up knitting. You know, that's, that's hard to do too. That's <laughs> you gotta count. Yeah, you gotta keep counting. Hey, I just learning I just learning how to I'm learning how to crochet. It, it's it's one of those things. If you don't remember what you're doing at the track, why are you there? Uh or hire somebody. I know scary words hiring somebody for motorsports, but sometimes things things cost money. Well, and even not hiring, but we've talked about track organization and team organization. Bringing and in help. Bringing having, in an intern. Absolutely. Having a job for everyone that everyone understands what their job is. Delegating. Having lists mm-hmm. yeah. and delegating to people and making sure people understand what it is that they're doing. Because if Fred didn't know that he was supposed to put the hauler away and move the trailer to the lower mm-hmm. lot, Trust me, we've all been there. I mean, we, we showed up at a professional race weekend with a U-Haul open trailer. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a rule in a rule book now that exists because of us. Um, but it's always good. It means you're doing something right. It means yeah. you're doing we've done something, that at you're least doing something right. Yeah, um, we've, got, we've got a rule named after us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but maybe too. If, if, but that's the thing. If you're bringing friends to the track, give them something to do. They'll help you out. Yeah. yeah, that's a great Absolutely. idea. I love, um, and, and I, I did slip out while you guys are going through this thing here. I love the, uh, the over communicate, you know, um, but you came down to the uh, used, uh, and if I'm stealing your thunder, I apologize, used plywood under jack stamps. I did the uh, 25 hours of Thunderhill, and I'm not going to lie. I've, I've been screwing around with this nonsense for a while. And at Thunderhill, because it was a NASA sanctioned race, that was a 10 minute penalty. If they caught your car on jack stands without plywood underneath it, because in, in maybe if you're racing up in the Northeast, you don't realize this, but when pavement, especially asphalt, spends a lot of time in the sun, a jack stand will sink right into it and cut through it. It's very damaging. There's I have those marks of, in my driveway. There's a couple of paddocks that I know that I actually had to repave because of too many holes in the asphalt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, we didn't go completely through the list, but jumping on the plywood under jack stands, uh, if you ever go race and they paddock you in the grass, you'll learn that very quickly. <laughs> you need to use plywood. Mm-hmm. I have, unless, unless it hasn't rained in New Jersey for about <laughs> it's fine. three weeks and then you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have aluminum squares in my, in my trailer. It's just, I, you don't learn that until a certain year in motorsports, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is great. Um, what about like, because uh, I know that you've done more than just track management and team management. You know, is, is there is there any way that you can spot a butthead before the weekend even starts? 
<laughs> like, yeah. like, is there is oh, there an yes. email that just immediately says, you oh, this guy hear the bullet loading into this or loading the, question. I, I actually got, heard the rack on that. I one. got two. Uh, the first one is if you reply to my personal cell phone instead of emailing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. We'll deal with it on the day. The second <laughs> one is if you show up at the track and I can visually see that you're in something that shouldn't be towing a trailer without a load-bearing hitch. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you probably haven't done that before. Ju- judgment by trailer safety. I, it's an interesting thought. Um, you should meet these guys that uh, load a car <laughs> Not saying I haven't over. done it. <laughs> we, 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 we have some, quote, friends that load a car onto the open trailer and then oh, yeah, on <laughs> a set of then on a set of ramps that put it into the back of a box trailer a so, box truck it funny is you say that is to watch from a very safe distance funny you say that i won't mention the team name but i will mention the car type uh 2012 grand am a team showed up with a c-class mercedes four-door in a rider truck and they pulled it out by using a tow truck flatbed up to the rider truck and then ramped it off the tow truck. <laughs> at a pro, actually, at a pro weekend. We yeah, say, safer than what we watch. <laughs> when, when you have to move the ramps. This is a pro weekend, the, though. This is where true. people paid money to go do this. Lots of money, lots Wait, of what, zeros. What do people say when they're like, everybody else is standing around watching that and they're all just like. Oh, we were taking photos. What? <laughs> Oh, gosh. Wow. Unless going that, to the gram, bruh. I'm uh, not unless, getting involved. <laughs> unless that story started with, so we were on the way here in our real trailer <laughs> when the it moose broke. came out. That, no. <laughs> this was not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I, 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 this I was love, a car with no stickers. Yeah. I, oh. I, uh, it happens. I love the idea of... of like, not, I don't want to say being judged because that sounds like we're judgmental, although we are judgmental. We're elitist. Yeah, all of us. We're elitist jerks. <laughs> that, you know, it, it's, like, it's like a salesman. Everybody you know? in motorsports. Yeah. I, I was, I, I, I spent. We a all summer, hate each other, but we all love each other at the end of the day. <laughs> I spent a summer in retail sales, and, you know, like people would be like, oh, you look at their shoes, and if their shoes are crappy, you know, they ain't got money. And they'd be like, oh, well, if you, you know, if they look like this kind of person, insert your least favorite race, or, you know, they have this many vowels in their name and this kind of Asian versus that kind of Asian. You try not to sell them a TV, Jeff, because they're going to be horrible. Man, I sold so many TVs that way. So I, I try not to be judgmental. But sometimes you can see a jerk off from 80 feet. There was, you know, going on that same topic, I got one more for you. Um, there was a car with known issues that showed up at a very cold, rainy race day. And this is a car that probably needed a test day beforehand that they showed up and they wanted to race um kitty litter is not expensive or not inexpensive it is expensive uh and at the end of the day if i have to send you a 1200 dollars bill for kitty litter for two miles <laughs> worth of pavement i will that's a lot of kitty litter a lot of that's kitty the litter. whole track <laughs> yeah. yeah well and oiling down the track is not on only- a rainy day yeah 
that, that's not only inconsiderate to the track, that's also inconsiderate and dangerous to the rest of the racers. Not only that, you got to change the entire race day schedule. Yeah. At yeah. that point. Now everybody's late. Yeah. And I'll still start on time. <laughs> uh, in my absence, did we cover the thanking the corner workers? Like, uh, I, I, Please do that. Chris, no, please. Tell, yeah. Chris, tell Trevor what we do and then see what his take is on that. Well, Lemons has a, you know, the history of bribing the judges and things. We, we <laughs> said, we don't need to do that. We like the judges. We give them breakfast anyway, just because we're friendly with them. So we said, that who needs a bribe? It's the corner workers. They need the bribe. They're the ones sitting out there in the little shed with you know, the cold or the hot sun, whatever it is. Shed, <laughs> if they're lucky, shed. If they're lucky, right. it has a roof. Or a right? little seat. Yeah, so they're just sitting on a wall. Anyway, An iron so, chair. Right. So we, uh, we make them a, you get a paper lunch bag, and we put in some homemade fresh baked goods from Chrissy's mom and a bottle of water and some flavor packets to put in water and like a chapstick and a piece of fruit gummy bears and gummy and... bears like whatever else we could find it's uh, if it's a cold race we put in hand warmers um occasionally they have for rectal use only stickers on them but <laughs> that always goes well speaking of track workers there's one in your yeah. background yes they are yeah trying to get him wheel. off trace wheel came that's actually chris in that background the wheel came off at uh at a high speed at the straightaway the main straightaway at well, it's, NCM. It's, uh, yeah it's this the chicane right after. at the end of the straight at the pit straight on ncm fortunately is as i was turning left the left <laughs> rear wheel or the left rear wheel popped off so <laughs> i love i love the paper bag idea i would recommend putting your car number on the outside of oh, it. oh yeah we write on it and say, thanks for working from Three Pedal Mafia, cars 41, 42, 43, and 71. All of them. Uh-huh. All of, them. All of our cars, anyway. At CMP, I have delivered this grocery bag, or the, the we have a wagon with all the little bags in there, and the corner where like, oh, yay, we were hoping you'd be here this year. Don't worry. You'll never see a black flag. That's awesome. And it, yeah. it, it may have helped us a little. We do, like, especially Every at the end of the while. day, we do get some extra waves, I think. Like, you'll see, you know, the people, they're, they're waving to the other people, and they, we wave at them, they see us at the car number, they go like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but even, okay, so going away from where that argument could go, that I'm not even going to mention, <laughs> the, the good side of it, it is it means you guys have been to the track before. It means you, you are experienced. It means you know to oh, look sure. out for the corner workers. That is the point oh. of that. No, totally. Yeah, so and the we reason appreciate that, them. Yeah. And we still get black flags. Don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, still, I mean, it's when we do something really stupid. That's absolutely. my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, so if you're going to do the paper bags, make sure there's one going to the race director as well. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we, we usually do send them up to timing and scoring and, 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 the, and the safety trucks. We give cookies oh. to the same every time. Oh, this is every my story. Sorry. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> skipped over Chrissy. Chrissy. Right? Wait, wait, wait. Check <laughs> it. Check it. Hope you have it. So, uh, so my, my mom makes, oh, uh, how many baked containers of baked goods? Probably Hundreds. six or seven containers of baked goods, all different kinds. Uh, we eat half of them, and then I usually make plates for all the race directors and, and everybody who's um, sitting around trying to r run the race. I uh, give those to them. But the one time, uh, pit race, we had one of our cars broke down a whole lot. It would do a lap and a half, I think, and then it would die. So yeah, we were sorting a problem on test. <laughs> sure, but we kept going. We kept doing it, and it happened, what, four, five, six, or seven times that day? 
Sure. It happened a lot. Four times. Helpful tip, everyone. If your muffler has a giant hole in it that points right at your fuel pressure, pump, probably not legal either. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> the issue. There's that. But yes, it kept boiling the fuel and, or whatever was boiling and it kept dying. So anyway, um, so every time they came by, not every time, but at least after they started coming by. About third, the third time, time. Yeah. Yeah. I made them a bag of cookies and uh, I just like I just put it together. I always have baggies and, and just try to give it to them because we appreciate them for us, our stupidity. We appreciate what they do and they had to regardless, but I was trying to make their nice day a little bit nicer. And the next day when uh, some idiot uh, drove a uh, welded rear axle through a flowing water and put that car 16 feet into the mud, they knew us is the cookie car. So they were actually happy. Good. They were happy Fine. to come get me Ooh, at that point. Okay, so here's an interesting point to jump in from the track management side too, is if you guys know that the car has issues and you believe that you have fixed them, most of the time, it goes to one of my points that I had on the, the document, over-communicate, tell the track. You would be surprised i think at the amount of track workers that will be willing to let you out on track during the lunch hour as long as it's not quiet time if you mm. need like a, a, a five minute shakedown yeah seriously this was in I, the middle of the race though so i don't well that's like, different yeah. i mean this was not we, we don't have lunch breaks no that I, was, I understand that yeah not testing on anything. a test day or a track day or an hbd or not an hbd whatever that, that, yeah. no that's valid there that's was actually, a, yeah, um, yeah. uh it, it, it again going back to CMP. i think you guys would be surprised at the amount yeah. of people that are willing to help you uh at cmp uh one of another one of our teammates their big thing is they have big green eggs and they're huge they're huge barbecue. One of the guys was a competitive barbecuer for a while. Kurt, who has the best butt in the entire world. Kurt makes it a point uh, every time they go down there to feed the track workers first. They do this great big huge barbecue and all the track workers come. And that's great because the every guy make- and girl with white pants gets to eat yes. first. Gets to eat first. And then they intermingle with the drivers and you kind of develop that communication. But uh, one of the teams that uh, helps provide some of the side dishes on that, they had an electric car. And CMP has a Jesus hour on Sunday. And the track workers let the electric car out for Jesus hour because it didn't make any noise. And all of, it, all of their laps got to count because they weren't breaking the rules. Uh, yeah, well, now let's be that's serious. That's a good loophole. The jet ele- <laughs> it was a Jet Electrica, which is a... Horrible. Chrysler. Like, co- eight, it's an 81 like, Chrysler, Chrysler 024. Omni. Had, Om- yeah. yeah, I don't know. What, yeah, but it wasn't Omni. It was like it was, the It was Conquest? the sporty Omni. Yeah. That's yeah. a really good loophole, and it's going to bring me to another topic on this. Read the damn rule book. Yeah. We use Chris for that. That's Chris's job. Is yeah. Chris, Chris reads the rule book and tells us what we can and can't do. He's so, a smart one. So read I, the rule book. What, what I think I'm hearing here is a general topic, and and you know maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong, but it's it's treat the people who run the event and who run the track as, as humans? actual humans <laughs> and not like your uh, your your children. <laughs> that you have to hide information from that you have to they're not your enemies they're not your children they're you'd not be surprised too if you come to us with information that you think is new to us yeah we know 
Yeah, we're yeah, we, aware. Yeah, we figured that out. We saw you using a forklift to unload your car. It's uh, it's cool. Thanks for talking. Hi, to we're new here. Really, Skip. And don't try to hide phones in the passenger seat. I know you've got passengers, but mount a camera. Mount oh, a proper camera. Don't try to sit there with a phone like this, taking taking video from the back of from the passenger seat. We who see the hell it. wants to watch that anyway? It's <laughs> <laughs> Instagram. Yeah. Every time I've every time I've been uh, left seating and you know driving, taking somebody on hot laps, they pull out the camera and I look at them and go, "If I do my job, you're not going to be holding on to that phone by the end of this lap, right? or it's going to hit you're me." Not racing, head. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or get under your pedals and and piss you off. Yeah. So so let's let's talk about some future stuff because th- this is great, like historical understanding of how tracks work and how events work, but. Man, the, the future does not look bright. Um, it does not look like it might be as fun as it was in the past. You know, we're all looking at physical distancing rules, social distancing, whatever you want to say. The COVID world is upon us. You've already started opening down there. What, what, what do you think the, uh, the future of the paddock and the future of the events look like? We already talked about uh, online drivers meetings before the event even started. Are these good things? Are these bad things? Are these things that we're going to figure out? Or are we like heading to a cyclone of misinformation? Okay, so full speculation mode. Of course. We are not lawyers. We are not in charge of, <laughs> we are not owners <laughs> of anything. We are not medical. We are guessing. We let's definitely didn't out. stay at a let's hotel last night. That out of the, <laughs> that's right. Let's get that out of the way. Um, Georgia's open. Uh, so there was an event at Road Atlanta. There's been a couple events at Atlanta Motorsports Park. I know Florida is completely like whatever at this point. Um, we, that usually describes Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Florida gentleman, man. Gentleman Dave left Florida. That should tell us everything we need to know about Florida. What was interesting is we recently may or may not have done a day at VIR. And, and Virginia was, is not open, generally. <laughs> Correct. Uh, but North Carolina <laughs> is. Um, so the event was pretty standard. Everybody kept their distance, but everybody had a garage, so they had a space. George is a little different where it doesn't really matter where you park as long as you're wearing a mask. It doesn't matter what it is, if it's a scarf or an actual medical mask. Um, but from the Virginia trip, I went north to deliver the car back to where it goes and then came back south. And as soon as I traveled north of Virginia, uh, nobody on the road, no traffic, everything closed, completely shut down. You guys know that. At least That's where we live. Jersey. As soon as I got back at least uh, maybe 100 miles, 200 miles from Charlotte, Richmond area, uh, traffic, everything's open. Today I sat in traffic on the way to work because we're open. You so, live in Atlanta. That day, right. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Easy. Easy. <laughs> no you, guys, traffic, you guys have no. bad traffic in Vegas as well. So don't even. No. Sorry. No. And you know I'm from Atlanta. It, it doesn't compare. Atlanta um, owns traffic like no one else. Atlanta is number three on the list. Thank you. <laughs> uh, compared to. Hey, have you finished third in anything? <laughs> like that you're still playing that's awesome <laughs> he's trying to get a coverall <laughs> no, um so no, we we talked about a potential event that might have low car counts 
and we could probably expect that in the future. Low car counts is probably the key to social distancing. You can't get a, 150 teams at a track with five and eight people at a major event, but you might be able to get 50 teams. I'll tell you where it's going to go. This is not being speculative. This is where I think 100% opinion, but uh, our local dirt track is allowing races to continue. No spectators for now, but you can only have four crew members and one driver. Limited crew. That's, I mean, NASCAR is doing limited crew. And I think that's where we're headed. Uh, I'm not going to point fingers at any one series, but I think for a while there's been probably an influx in crew members. Um, so this could be an opportunity for them to fix some of that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, we, you know, we're lemons racers. We've done AER, we've done uh, NASA, we've done SCCA and, you know, a lemons paddock is huge. It's stuffed with people and there are no limits. Any, any fool that shows up with, you know, gate money can get in. And that might be, might, might be one of the keys to social distancing. Well, if you want to go dirt track racing, you get paid when you leave. So that's nice. Um, we're, <laughs> racing, we're racing in a week in Ohio with AER, and we are literally running a skeleton crew. It's me and the other two drivers and our crew. That's it. Yeah, it's not a bad plan. What about you guys, uh, you guys staying at the track or are you staying off track? Because uh, mid-Ohio is kind of the middle of nowhere. Uh, not mid Ohio Nelson ledges. We are oh, planning on currently. I haven't Absolutely booked it yet. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna nowhere. correct you on this show just to <laughs> just to annoy one person. Wait, 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 Nelson. wait, wait. Uh, mental, shut up. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> but we pronounce Nelson ledges as Nelson's ledges. Nelson's we ledges. do we do that for one person, and he's twitching right now. Because, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, no, I, I stay planning sleep- on. Planning on Airbnb or hotel. If we do a hotel, it's obviously yeah, uh, eight or twelve people in an RV is the norm at a lot of different <laughs> racetracks. Uh, might not be the best way to go in COVID groups time. Of ten, right? Yeah, groups of, that's true. There's only nine of them. That's um, great. Uh, what about uh, right seat instruction? How do, how do you feel about that in the future? So that's that's an interesting topic because since February things have changed quite a bit as we've seen most of the HBDEs are going to a lead follow format. And I believe Ross Bentley, who's a guest on your show or has been in the past is talking about that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He recently did a, a webinar on lead follow because nobody outside of the schools have really done it. And it's interesting because there is a right way to do lead follow and there is a wrong way to do lead follow. And I think being speculative in the near future, we're going to see a lot of wrong ways to do lead follow. Mm. Hmm. Probably even wrong is, is less dangerous than wrong right seat. Cause we've been talking about some of the, the dangers in right seat. I would agree um, with that. Yeah. So at least lead follow gets another car around you. So when you screw up or when you, uh, you know, advance the person who's not advanced or don't give the right instructions. One of the manufacturers that I work with, we pretty much only do right seating for what we do. 
at the facility. And we are now moving to solely lead follow. Interesting. I um, and it's more difficult it's, from a logistics standpoint. You'd think it's a lot like more. Lo- it's a lot more difficult yeah. because you have to use double the double the resources. Double the cars. Yeah, I mean, you have to basically have a dedicated instructor car for the day. Yeah, and if it's if it's a facility, I think that it is. You know, you're you're chewing up a lot of real estate too. That's a that is a uh, real estate wise. That's a small tr- smaller uh, demonstration area. And now you're now you're doubling the cars. That's a well. And you've got to get cars that are. I don't know fast what you're talking about. Keep up with each other. <laughs> yeah, I know totally. I mean, it, your great instructors who all drive Miatas. It's going to change. Are, are going to have trouble instructing those mid-level guys who have GT3s. So, and that's the thing that we've seen. Not we. I have seen industry, in the past. Yeah. It's it's what I've seen in the past is a lot of these guys can get into a car and right seat effectively because they can see what what is happening um now we're going to a full observation mode from outside the car with a radio or or and yeah i did that at grid life and or not a radio at some of these other events that i'm doing so now it's become one of these things you have to be completely the way i'm describing it at the moment is coaching should be at that point second nature you have to be so much more aware you have to know what is happening. You have to know how to fix it before it happens. Hmm. Intriguing. Yeah. And the, the coaching and the instructing portion of it, you shouldn't have to think about what you're going to say next. You shouldn't have to revert back to the script. It should be up here because you've done it for years. And that's kind of the, the territory that we're headed towards now where I think the guys that had a lot of work before all of this are going to be overbooked. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're makes sense. Coach, yeah. Your coaches that can live in that mindset and that can coach from any medium. Yeah. The, you, you talked about being able to spot the D bags as a race director. And I, I think you're going to start seeing a lot of culling of the herd of anyone who's done three track days is suddenly a driving coach. And those people are going to have to get out. <laughs> And we're for people that are capable of doing it from a radio, from a camera, from an observation point in the uh, track worker station. Well, and, you know, I, I, I know we're changing topics here for a second, but I do want to mention it. There, we've seen a massive influx on iRacing, and it's gone up from, I think, 4,000 people is the most I've ever seen before. COVID. Mm-hmm. And now we're at 16 to 20,000 people online at one time. Yeah. Every, every idiot with an internet connection is getting an iRacing rake. Well, I'm right here, more. Jeff. I'm right here. <laughs> I'm pointing. Look, when, we, when, we I, when about, I point one finger at you, there's three coming back at me, baby. We know about you mental. You're in the <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're actually looking right now at starting a series because there is some interest in doing so with a mix of pro and amateur racers, but it, they must prove that they have real world wheel to wheel experience with either a license or in car video. And we'll put them in the same room, but you must prove that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Because it means that you've at least taken it seriously. Yeah. 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 
I like I like this. I, I think these are great discussions that no we nobody knows how it's going to play out. Nobody knows. It it is highly probable that he two years from now we're like going, hey, remember COVID? <laughs> remember we didn't race for six months? Remember they said it was going to change things? Wearing a mask, laughing at the track. Yeah, I mean, or <laughs> two two years from now we might be rubbing our arm, going, maybe we get to go outside and play now that I have my shot. I don't know. Ethel's hoping. Not that kind. Sign <laughs> <laughs> <Light> me up. <laughs> oh. Let's make short. Yeah, Tre- Trevor, this has been awesome. Uh, is there anything you want to push? Pimp your social media, your your business, anything you want to do. Sounds like you're busy as uh, as, as all get out at the moment. No, one armed man in a wallpaper I contest. Click that one on bingo. So I have <laughs> <it>. <laughs> So you are you are the first guest to ever get bingo during the show. It's very exciting. I it's, almost it's, got a coverall. Um, <laughs> well, we're not done yet. <laughs> so personal personal social media, my Instagram is T Andrusco, T A N D R U S K O. Um we are not really focused on social media at the moment because we're focused on clients. So we'll begin to start sharing more stuff on social, but you can, you can find us on Instagram as Kingpin race services. Uh, I drive for a team called SJS motorsports. We're on there as SJS motorsports. And then I have to shout out my sponsor, Simcraft uh, at Simcraft on Instagram. You can find them on Facebook. If you don't know who they are, they make motion simulators for racing and, uh, flying games basically and wow. simulators and it sounds like you have some extra production next week so if somebody's desperate for a setup no i won't be there <laughs> <laughs> i'll be out of town <laughs> hopefully well, well we, we hopefully wish you luck in your uh you, you register as uh, car 25 at uh nelson's ledges uh 308 <laughs> I meant like your card num- num- number, 25. like oh, 25. Card number. there was 24 and now you're 25. Now if I remember the, the PayPal number. That's called, that's called a callback. <laughs> uh, we're going to move on. <laughs> Stick with us. It's now time to talk safety. Oh, oh that's oh. exciting. Oh. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Yeah. Hey, just the tip. Just the tip. I don't know. Sure. I have no sure. idea what that sounds like. Next week, I'm going to be listening back to the show going, the hell did I do? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun noise we don't use. Okay. This time, we're talking chainsaw safety. I'm thinking about what we do. At what we I've been doing a lot of uh, yard work. Oh, I already see my notes getting changed. Um, so we did a lot. We actually just took it, took down a whole bunch of forsythia, like really big trees, and we got the chainsaw out. But, forsythia, what? Uh, big leafy. So they have yellow bushes. They're bushes, but they have yellow flowers on them for a little while, but they get very strangly and wrinkly. So anyway, before you start, check your controls, ch- chain tension, and all the bolts before uh, all adjusted to your manufacturer manufacturer's specifications uh, make sure you clean all your dirt and debris away start with saw on the ground or another friend surface away from people and other stuff and make sure that you uh, use the right container to fuel it and don't smoke when you're doing it all these are seem pretty obvious but you never know uh and once you are um oh good i like that ad. um when as you're using it uh make sure you keep your hands on saw handle and keep your secure footing um and the biggest one of all of course as a safety squirrel 
PPE is super important. Make sure you have safety, safety glasses, which are not just necessarily sunglasses. They're actual safety glasses so they don't um, break if something shoots at you. Uh, make sure you have good shoes on. I would say safety shoes, but there's plenty of them that are not steel-toed that are fine. Hearing protection is probably a good idea. Maybe a face shield. Uh, stuff is usually flying everywhere, so whatever you can do to stop it. And um, and my somebody had the suggestion of wearing chaps, too, except we did not do that. I don't know your own chaps, but that's fine. Um, they so don't have assless chaps. I do they not. They're, if they're specific chaps, chaps, and they make different ones for electric saws versus gas saws. So what they do is not necessarily just like a protected. It's got like strings in it that when the blade nicks it, it like sucks the strings into the the chain and stalls the saw. The saw yeah. But the electric has different torque properties, so it keeps going. So it has to have a different kind of thing. So make sure you have the right chaps for the metal. Grade. You wore those to the Mint Four Hundred pre-race party, didn't you? Always. Yes, but the, the, they were leather, not the the chainsaw. And I want to point out to Jeff that if they're assless, that's how they're chaps. If they're not assless, they're just pants. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Do they, mm. Why do you know that? <laughs> do you not know that? Do they make chainsaw pants? He spent a lot of time at Fremont Street. They do. They do, right? I, 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 the wrong oh, end of Fremont pants, Street. But I know, I know Jeff knows if they're badger-resistant pants or not. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> They've, badger-resistant's got to be okay. Anyway, don't wear loose-fitting clothing. clothing. Watch for branches that are going to be under tension, and if you cut them, and they will fly back at you. And be cautious of your saw kickback. So if you're using chainsaw, be careful. Yes, chainsaw man, please. With your saw, well, I've used the saw a lot. So with your saw kickback, think about it as you're holding your positioning too. If this kicks, where is it going to go? And you want it to go in a direction that's not your face or a other body part. Like have it in a spot where your kick is going to go away from you, out to the side, over your shoulder, something like that. And when you're using the saw, try to keep all the work you're cutting as close to the body of the saw as possible because then it doesn't have the leverage to kick back. It's when you're using the tip that it can really get catch something and give a kick. And that's got a lot of leverage on you too. So. Branches under tension <clears throat> is something that I didn't understand because the only time I had ever really done a chainsaw was chainsawing things that were felled purposely. But if a tree falls and is still a it? full live tree and has every branch and every everything, the physics that goes into a violently falling tree is, is tremendously different than, hey, saw this. Mm-hmm. The amount of branches and how it stands and how it's going to move when you cut that branch. Watch out for that. This is, this is valid springtime stuff. A lot of people, like, if you don't live in Vegas, you're out in your yard, you're getting that uh, underbrush cleared out, you got thunderstorms coming this is this is pay attention this is good stuff awesome tyler or trevor i said tyler sorry about that easy (laughs) i mean rude (laughs) let me let me just turn off my video i was was gonna say uh so you're below the manson nixon line how big is all what kind of what kind of pooling you got yeah, I've got a lawnmower that doesn't work. <laughs> now we're BFF, funny. yeah, best best friends forever. <laughs> a brand new lawnmower that's a year a year younger than I am. No, wait, I, it's a year old. I have killed more two-stroke motors than Mangala. 
<laughs> Feel free to come fix my lawnmower. I you don't want that. Care. No. <laughs> well, thank you, Trevor, Tyler, whatever your name is. <laughs> whatever. Hey, tre- All right. So, uh, yeah, Trevor's a, Trevor's a buddy of mine. And uh, yeah, Trevor, thank you. Uh, he reached out and said, I really do want to be on the show. And I'm glad you did. And I'm glad we had you on here. Thank you. I absolutely. Am too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Thanks absolutely. And the, showing the other side of the track management is actually really important to us uh, because we've been on both sides. We've volunteered at events. We've never done management. But, you know, the reason we know how to take care of the corner workers is we've been corner workers. I don't recommend track management. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Trevor Tyler. Th- for Thank you all for downloading us. We hope you enjoyed this week's edition of everyone racers we hope you enjoyed getting bingo 27 times did you get the cover all what are you missing i'll make sure to get it in that's you trevor what, what, trevor, you did you did you miss all? anything what did you miss for your cover for your bingo your cover all he's looking at his chart hi to chrissy's mom got it somebody flap Oh, oh no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Flaps is your friendly local auto parts store. Friendly. Friendly. That's <laughs> not what uh, stands for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, and none of us can home. go to the auto parts store because we're all on co-vacation. Metal, <laughs> well, metal, metal, what have you come in third in something for? <laughs> no Lots one's racing, things. so no nothing. one's racing. No cover all this Who's week. We've got a Citroen. We do. We do. It's for sale. Would you, would you, you like, to like it? it? Would you want it? Do you want it? It's got a roll cage. Tube of mockery. Set it. Somebody. <laughs> Hang on. It's coming. It's coming. Chris is reaching. We're going to run out of music, but that's okay. That's right, what did you come in third than metal? <laughs> that's what metal oh, sounds God. like when he doesn't have his microphone turned on. Yeah, basically. Awesome. Somebody, somebody needs to puke. And we uh, again, we nobody's racing. That only happens when people are racing. That's yeah. That's all Bruce, man. Yeah. Or me in a sim yeah. racing doing a figure eight with too many crashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trevor, you need uh, when you're done with the USAC, get into our Monday night uh, events. Oh, we're done now. All right, awesome. Monday, Monday nine p.m. Uh, the four-letter code is ah, the best breaks ever. Uh, we hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoy. Yeah, it's also on your bingo card. We hope you not maybe his. We also hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building because everyone can be a racer, even you. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe. It's totally free. Then go to iTunes, give us a five star rating. Even if you hate us, give us five stars and tell us why. If you have any questions or show ideas, drop a comment on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers, or email us at everyone.racers at gmail.com find us on instagram or twitter or show up in iRacing for the monday night spectacular 9 p.m eastern time email us contact us on the social media to get the code thanks again and until next week keep the shiny side up unless you're just in iRacing then really it's all the same amount of shininess no matter what side it's on just keep them wheels down